When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Yep, the only show in America dumb enough to actually put statistics next to our predictions. It is Write That Down, the Purple Daily Football Edition. We've got the OG version over on the Scornarth YouTube channel and Mackie and Judd. We've got, uh, we've got stats going back on that one to like 2015. Predictions on the board. This one's been around for three seasons. And uh, we got another game here just right away. Just a game right in front of us tomorrow so we can, we can wipe the slate clean. We can make... Game predictions. Judd, you were already starting to make some predictions at the end of our Pick'em show. Yes, I was. Bold we, predictions. We have a juicy accountability session, by the way. So so strap mm. in here. Presented by our friends yeah. at TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution at an affordable cost. Learn more at TCL.com. Inspire greatness with TCL and a shout out to our friends over at Federated too. You know, we sit here and complain about the offensive line all the time for years and years and years. Imagine if you had a great offensive line for your business, looking out with risk management tools and resources, protecting you from harm, shielding you from, from things on the horizon. That's where Federated comes in over a hundred years of experience, protecting businesses, federatedinsurance.com where it's our business to protect yours. All right, how how are we feeling here? Just off the top of your heads, we all have a million things that came not off the good, board. Yeah. You guys not feel great. not good? Uh, okay. No, I I I feel okay. I know I had a couple that hit, uh, so I I'm okay. Maybe I will uh, once I assess the tape, which we're about to see yeah. here. Maybe I will feel a little little worse. But I I feel like going into this, I feel pretty good. I'm like Kirk. Uh uh-uh. uh I'm negative. I see the worst case. Like I was all, I was like the Vikings are going to crush Tampa Bay. What are we, what's anyone worried about? So I don't feel good. All right. In, in general, I think we're learning here that whenever the public is like all running in one direction with a football take, the NFL quickly course corrects a lot of those instances. <laughs> and that happened in week one here. So, all right, let's, uh, let's start with Judd. You know it's bad when we have yeah. to reduce the font to like magnifying glass size here. This is like eight point font here. I knew Judd. I was. Yeah, this is going to be oh bad. Oh my god! I'm I'm going to spare you on. Yeah, you know, don't buzz 12, everything. Twelve buzzers. No one wants. Is there to a second this. page? No, I put them all on one page here. Yeah, that's why to reduce the font size. Yeah, 
But there's been times where you've had to reduce the font size and it's like three pages yeah. at the end of the season. So deep breath, you said, we'll start with the wrong ones here. The Jefferson's next contract would be announced on Friday or Saturday. You said Jefferson would sign a contract before the season that would make him the highest paid non-quarterback. Brian Asamoah and Lewis Seen will both be opening day starters in 2022. Neither were. Wow. Harrison Smith will have at least one sack in the opener. The Chiefs will beat the Lions by 10 points or more. Jordan Addison's first catch will go for a first down. Jordan Addison's first catch will go for 20 or more yards. I feel like I was close on that because he had the touchdown it's catch, like the, but unfortunately. It's like the symptoms you read after the drug on the allergy commercials. Like, <laughs> yep. May result in death. Daniel Hunter will have at least two sacks in week one. Jordan Addison will catch at least two touchdowns in the preseason. Kirk Cousins will throw at least three touchdowns in week one. The Vikings will score a touchdown in their opening drive against the Buccaneers. Ty Chandler will have more rushing yards in week one than all of last year. And Makai Blackman will be a starter in week one. Wrong. 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 (laughs) However, you had three correct (laughs) predictions here. You said Kirk Cousins will begin the season without a contract extension. Jordan Love will throw two or more touchdown passes against DeBears. Three, I believe. Mm-hmm. And Brandon Powell will be the team's starting punt returner. Right, so a little bit of a salvage there. Small, John. very small. I had a feeling. It wasn't a whole lot better for Ooh. me. Yeah, at least you didn't have to reduce your font size. I did a little. Not oh, as much yeah. as I had to for yours, though. <laughs> I think yours was like eight point. Mine's yeah, about this is ten. Good. The bosses are not going to be pleased with my predictions this week. This might cost me my job. Well, here's mine. Let's start with the wrong ones. I said the Vikings would start the season three and zero. Oh. Marcus Davenport will have two sacks in week one. Kirk Cousins first. Com- oh, this actually this second one, the third one here. This was a three item parlay that almost hit. I said Kirk Cousins first completion oh, of yeah. the season will go to Justin Jefferson. Right side of the field for 15 <laughs> yards or more. It was it, it was, like it was to Justin Jefferson right side of the field, but it was for like eight yards. Oh man, I love how you put. I forgot you put the half of the field that was going to go. <laughs> I had a vision, man, and it was correct for the most part. It just didn't go 15 yards. I yeah. said uh, Jared Goff will get more yards in Week One than Kirk Cousins. My sense was right. It, he he led his team to a victory in Week One, but ultimately, it's wrong. I said uh, the Vikings would force Baker Mayfield into three sacks, at least two turnovers, and his QBR would be under 50. I said the Vikings would score on the opening drive. Jefferson would be the guy who scores. Miles Gaskin will catch at least one pass in week one. Vikings will agree to a contract extension with Kirk by week one, and the Vikings would rush for at least a buck 50 in week one against the Bucks. Wrong. Wrong, when are wrong, you going to admit that you were wrong, 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 wrong. wrong? I did redeem a little by saying this was kind of a layup here. I said Ty Chandler or Dwayne McBride would get at least one touch in week one. This was a spite prediction against me when I made the prediction that Ty Chandler would be cut. Oh, yeah. 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 You made this out of spite, mm. and it worked. Yep. Vikings will blitz on the first play of the season against the Bucks. They sent two extra rushers on that play. Yeah. And I said the Lions would beat the Chiefs on Thursday night football. And they did. Boy, the listener is also a bloodbath here. This is not good. Oh, God. This is bad. Ugh. 
All right, Dave said Justin Jefferson will be the top paid wide receiver by week one, and he said Miles Gaskins would get at least 10 or more touches in week one. Joe said Ivan Pace would have two or more sacks in week one. He did well, but he didn't have two sacks. Uh, He also said that Jefferson, Addison, and Hawkinson would all have touchdowns in week one against the Bucs. Brady said Stefan Diggs will not start for the Bills in week one. Austin said Justin Jefferson will catch two touchdown passes before Addison catches his first. Whoops. Anthony said Aaron Rodgers will lose in the AFC playoffs. Well, the Jets might, but Aaron Rodgers won't. I mean, I guess if somehow, no, there's no way he's not going to be on the active roster. He would not be credited with a loss. Uh, Kale said the Vikings will start at least five second year or rookie players on defense in the season opener. They played a bunch of them, but like Makai Blackman didn't start. Pace didn't start. Right. Right. So technically this one linebacker on that first series. I think Jordan Hicks was the sole linebacker for that entire first defensive series. Yep. Three safeties. Andre had the only correct prediction of the week for listeners. He said the Vikings will have nine new starters on offense and defense by week one. So this was a little nebulous because I had to go back and see like who were the starters for the most part last year. Sure. And there was a couple that were kind of gray, but like DJ Wanham wasn't really, he started a couple games, but wasn't really a starter. And so uh, I'm giving a little leeway here because there were some guys that did start like a Caleb Evans, like started a couple games, but he wasn't a starter. You know what I'm saying? So right. uh, they did get to nine based on my math. Yeah. Let's give it to them. Let's give them one victory. Okay. All right, Dex. Uh, it's not the greatest here. Not the greatest. You said the Vikings would cover the six. Sam Howell will have a passer rating for Washington of at least 100. And Byron Murphy Jr., a Caleb Evans, and Jawan Williams would have the most snaps of Vikings quarterbacks in week one in that exact order. You said Brandon Powell will be the team starting punt returner in week one, but you parlayed it with will have a return of 10 yards or more. His best return was seven yards. Uh, and didn't they, didn't they have one that was called back for holding? Did they have a, did the Vikings yeah, have, they a, did have a penalty? Yeah, they there was one that would have been legit. And then yeah. penalties, man. Yep. You said Byron Murphy Jr. will have a pick in week one. Jaron Hall would be QB two on the depth chart for the week one game against the Bucs. Jared Goff would throw a pick six against the Chiefs and the Vikings would have a new starting offensive lineman in week one who is currently not on the roster as of May 17th. They just ran it back. On the good side, this is a touchdown. You said Jordan Addison would record his first NFL touchdown specifically in week one against the Buccaneers. Nice little red zone touchdown pass for Dex. You said Ivan Pace would get at least 15 snaps on defense in week one. And Josh Oliver would be among the top five graded players for the Vikings offense in week one against the Buccaneers. Is the last one touchdown worthy? I made this pretty early. Josh Oliver? Yeah. Top five? No. I mean, there's only 11 starters on offense, okay. and he's, you know, one of them. Okay. You basically said he's going to be like one of the top 40% of the starters, right? I guess if I Josh, said I top know, three, I mean. I, that would have been. Top three could have been negotiated. Yeah, could have been, I but think. yeah, top five's not. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Tension I'm so bitter about my week. Let's just move on. <laughs> so with that, life. Declan's still holding on to a completion percentage lead, 37% completions, and the touchdown lead was six. I'm at 32.9% completions with five touchdowns. Judd, 31.55 touchdowns. Me. I did. We're kind of going back and forth because <laughs> you were in last place, I feel like, Man, recently. 
Was that a battle of just basically incompetence? Okay. Everyone everyone dropped points here. And then listeners yeah. at 23.3 with two touchdowns all time. It's a very tight race. Declan with uh, 35.6% completions to judge 34.3. I'm at 32.3. Listeners, 23.2. I still have a nine-touchdown lead over Declan. And the listeners, Judd with 20, check down Judd here with 23 touchdowns. There was no need to take that. that shot at me. I had a tough week. Why would you take that shot at me now? Hey, Alex Smith had a good career. I'm vulnerable. I'm hurting from a standpoint. You know what I am? Chad I'm Pennington Kirk. had a great career. Nice career. I'm Kirk. I'm Pennington. Ah. Could throw 10 yards. <laughs> ah. Chad Pennington was really, really. He not was good, that but, bad he, but, he, but he checked. He checked out a lot. Well, his arm went. Yeah. His arm was He's only throw 10 toast. yards. Yeah. It worked out pretty well Marshall. for a couple of years. Let's get Brett in here. He's our guest listener predictor on Write That Down today, making his first ever appearance on the segment here. Brett, what's going on, man? When did you first become a Vikings fan? Uh, so I've been a Vikings fan pretty much my whole life. Uh, growing up in the northwest part of Illinois, a lot of Packers and Bears fans you got to you gotta argue with and, and fight with uh, yeah. each season. Uh, so it's tough out here. but uh, my dad was a huge Vikings fan uh, growing up in the 70s. He talked about the Purple People Eaters, Fran Tarkenton, Bud Grant, rest in peace. And so that made me want to be a Vikings fan. And uh, we just love watching games together and, and rooting them on. Yeah. I love I, I, that, the that hat. Yeah, dude, we were I, just going to say love the same his thing. Hat, <laughs> but but here's, here's the other key thing. You've worked the brim. The bill thing. I love that. Because, like, I, I hate the straight. I hate the flat brim now well you're, you're saying brett you're complimenting brett, brett's I'm, brim yeah i'm complimenting yeah, he's the being brim old man yelling on, at hat on the house. hat because he's worked it he's worked it that's what you should do that's how you do it what's the problem i'm going to turn mine around and tell I me hate the mine's flat not ones. curved as much as brett's here I just want okay to see. let's Is see this the proper curvature for a hat it's slightly curved judd what do you think about o'connell's is he is it is he need to improve that or you think it's right where it you needs know, to be i love the helmet that that he's got now so he He's got a hat with a Viking helmet, and I actually like that. Um, I don't know it's the greatest, but it's it's a far superior thing. to. It felt like the last like year of Zimmer and last year with O'Connell, there were a lot of bad like new school hats that they tried. So I wow. actually like like this. But you're you've got the best. I didn't one. know that like Judd was a fashion police officer. Oh, like, I didn't know that you were like guy. a licensed. Did you go through training to be a fa- am, football fashion police officer? In my opinion, Brett has the best hat that like if I could dress O'Connell, that's the hat. I love yeah, that. I mean, I'm going to say that. I feel Simple. like I like Brett's hat, but I feel like I feel like it's a little too curved almost. I feel like it's like almost coming like down. coffee lid? Like, did you, you know? put it in the coffee lid? I know people do that. I'm not going to rant no, for this. Just, I've had it for years, so it's just nice. it's just worn. Nice. It's kind of my working hat, actually. Like outside outside yeah, Chorin. Okay. My working hat. Love that Chorin. That's good. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> you can go do some some yard work at Judd's house because I don't think uh, <laughs> I don't think I don't think Judd's out there with a yeah. You want to plant some grass for me in my backyard <laughs> where there's too much shade? Depends on what you're paying. You guys can negotiate. I want turf. That's what I want. I'm done with. Be turf. careful, dude. No, be careful. You don't Aaron want to tear Rogers, you tear your Achilles tendon Aaron out Rogers there. Comes over and gets hurt. The league, the the NFLPA has sent a memo league wide to all the owners saying we demand basically that every stadium have natural grass. So. They can afford it. Yeah. So that's going to be a, a thing now. All right, let's uh, let's get to the predictions here. We're going to start with Brett over to Judd, Declan, and then back to me. We'll make one prediction per round, and we'll go around the room 
three different times. They must be football or show-related. Those are really the only parameters here, Brett. So uh, what's your first prediction? All right, so my first prediction, uh, in order for us to have any success Thursday night, our quarterback has to show up and play really well. He's got to outplay Jalen Hurts on the other side. Uh, And I think, so write this down, Kirk Cousins will have a better QBR per ESPN than Jalen Hurts on Thursday night. Oh, okay. Nice. So you're you're optimistic that Kirk's going to, he's going to shake off this loss and come back and do the thing in primetime. I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm not an optimistic fan. Uh, my friends and family will tell me that all the time. But I'm trying to be because week one, just the way it went, we have to show up and, and play better week two and show the world that we're not going to get pummeled by Philly like last year. Yeah, I think, man, if, if they win this game, I don't think it erases week one, but I think people are going to be back in. Okay, that was a weird week one, but okay, we're back in. Yeah. If they lose, I'm so curious to see how many people are still, no, it's okay, we can dig out of this, or do people just start watching college quarterbacks and, and, and looking ahead? It's, it's kind of crazy how much is on the line in week two on a Thursday. O'Connell needs to, and I'm sure he has spent the week doing this, he needs to spend the week pumping up Kirk. You're good enough. Go start small. You're good enough, and darn it, people like you, Kirk Cousins. Because if he gets off to a good start, I think he'll be fine. I really Sending do. Sending him affirmation texts late at night. Um, all right, Joe, what's your first prediction? Okay, my first prediction uh, involves Viking center Garrett Bradbury. I, I He is – so the, the Vikings are going through walkthroughs, but the, uh, because the game's on Thursday, they have to officially announce injury reports and, like, if we had practiced – you know, so-and-so would have done this or not. Garrett Bradbury has not practiced. Um, he came back, you know, in the first quarter. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, Vita Vea knocked him on his ass and his back went sideways. So write this down. Garrett Bradbury will miss at least three more games for the Vikings starting with this game. Wow. So he yeah. will miss at least three more. I got, I got a bad feeling that the back uh, problem that he actually – I think he hurt in a game last year and then aggravated it badly of some sort in a car accident. I got a bad feeling this ain't going away. So he's going to miss at least three more games, starting with this game, Declan. So are are you also saying is it three consecutive games, like starting with the yeah. Eagles game? Yes, yes. Three because yes, thank you. Okay. Three because otherwise, like, is he going to miss three games throughout the course of the season? Okay, no, no. I'm saying he's going to miss starting with Philadelphia. He's going to miss three at le- at least though, because yep. it could be more than yep. that. Exactly. Backs are not something that you can just play through. Got it. Yeah. It's, uh, the, but thank the, you for the question. John Sullivan used to have back problems, too. Like, and at that position, yeah. is there anything worse? Yeah, like, you no. are bent over hiking a football through your legs. I played 36 holes this weekend, and uh, my back was feeling pretty good on, on Saturday night by the time. So I, I completely sympathize with, uh, with Garrett Bradbury. Um, all right. Turn to beers or something, and I'll help you. I'm going to take some of my pent up frustration from my hottest take and put it in the write that down. So, write this down. The Vikings will go three and out before they score a touchdown against the Eagles on Thursday night. They will go three and out before they score a touchdown against the Eagles. Write it down. So, if they don't score a touchdown, it would, it would hit because, yeah, they'd hit a three and out before. Okay. This, is a, mm-hmm. this appears to be a bunt. I don't think it's what? a bunt. They're actually Wait, very good they, on the first drives, typically, and under Kevin O'Connell. What if, um, what if they kick a field goal? 
then it doesn't yeah, count. Then that, it that doesn't. doesn't count. Okay. It's it's it's. Well, Touchdown the question would be: first. What if that? What if they go a whole game with no three and outs and no touchdowns? That it would then, not. Then I guess you would be. It would be incorrect. It'd be incorrect because the yeah, thing okay. that you're saying so will happen. Yeah, okay. not, not a bunt. I just wanted to clarify. Like if they come out and kick five field goals to start the game and then score a touchdown, he'd be wrong. But if they kick five field goals to start the game and then go three and out, he'd be right. We all clear? Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, okay. Perfect. Write this down. All right. Write this down. We will see Justin Jefferson's gritty in this game, like during the game. So between kickoff and end of whistle, if he does it in the pregame warmups, that's not, I'm saying we will see Justin Jefferson's gritty in this game. Write it down. Got some new gritty moves too. He debuted some new moves on the on that's the Vikings social channel. Yeah, that's uh, looks like he's taking it to a new level here, and we're gonna see it in down. Philadelphia. All right, back to Brett. Wow, I can't believe how uh, negative Judd and, and Declan are being with their first predictions here. I'm I'm usually really? the negative one, and I feel like I'm trying to be optimistic, and you guys are just not helping me out here. But, uh, you know, we have a, a key safety on our team that's uh, – he, he's going to come in like a wrecking ball, and he, he plays his heart out every single game for us. So write this down. Harrison Smith will record a sack and or a turnover on Thursday night against Philly. Mm-hmm. He was roaming around a little bit. You could see him down, down around the line of scrimmage on a regular basis against the Buccaneers. We also have to, at some point, mention the fact that there's a big story out now that the Buccaneers, that Baker Mayfield went into the locker room at halftime and told the guys, hey, I got their defensive singles. Like, Baker Mayfield apparently knew when they signaled this or that that they were going to drop into a cover two, cover three. They weren't going to send extra pressure. I feel like it's not that uncommon that quarterbacks figure out like a tell or something, but I'm just curious how much did that have to do with the Vikings losing that game in the second half? I got a Harrison, no, that. Harrison Smith's doing this. I'll, hmm? I'll share it, but I've got a theory about that. About, are you going to share it? Saying. Well, I can share it now or, or <laughs> we, we can wait until write that down is done. And then I can share it so, so I that I don't should, get, if Brett's got way. a couple minutes here, I think would okay, you, if Brett doesn't mind. I, I, you know, I didn't know. Okay. Didn't know if you were busy doing some stuff, lunch on the uh, stove or something like that. Okay, here's my theory. Todd Bowles and and uh, Brian Flores run similar defensive schemes. Um, the Buccaneers are doing all they can to pump the tires of their QB. And it's not that Baker's bad, but he's not necessarily good. And I don't know he is the uh, uh, sharpest bulb. I think Todd Bowles stole the signals, or I think Todd Bowles knew what was coming, and I think that they're trying to say it was Baker because you're probably not going to say, well, the head right. coach stole the signals. But I think Todd Bowles, I think Todd Bowles, um, because he is a defensive guy and he knows what Flores is doing schematically because he does some of the same things. I think Todd Bowles was the one. Now it's still a problem that they got stolen. But my point is, I'm not buying that it was Baker. But they, they were they were so demonstrative at times. There, I saw some fans wondering why is the Vikings defense on third down trying to get the crowd to quiet down. That's not what they were doing. They had some sort of like oh, bird or eagle motion. Harrison Smith did that a lot. Oh, I didn't even think about trying to quiet the crowd down. Yeah, no, that that's a switch. I love yeah, how like switch. people, if you're sitting in the crowd, a couple beers, and anything, are they trying to get us to be quiet? <laughs> No, <laughs> no, no. In, in fact, they started third to do down. That yell in the first half. Yeah, 
But I think Bowles, I think Bowles knew, and I, I think Bowles knew going into the game, uh, just from film, some of what things meant. So interesting. Yeah. All right. What's your second Break prediction, Dan? Uh, my second prediction, I will go with a game prediction. Um, Thursday night in Philadelphia, the Vikings will rush, and I believe they had 41 yards rush as a team on Sunday. Um, the Vikings will rush for 85 or more yards. They're going to establish the ground game. They need to. play 40, 45 carries to get 80 if, yards. If you can't sell play action, oh, run it again. It's again. a problem. Again. So the Vikings, again. You guys, you guys, you know what? You can go Herb Brooks all you want. I am saying 80 or more yards from the Vikings on the ground. We will run all night. I want them to remember the night they played the Vikings. 52 yards on yeah, 39 Kevin, carries. Kevin O'Connell's going to be really <laughs> All right, Dex, what's your second prediction? All right, write this down. This might be a little tough to track, but I feel like we'll have eyes enough on it that it should be fine. The Vikings will execute a successful screenplay that results in a first down or touchdown on Thursday night. <laughs> wow, will, that's big steps. For they the will offense. execute a screenplay that results in a first down or touchdown. All right. Write it down. Judd, you were about to say something? No, no, that's great. You took a deep breath, opened your mouth, and then stopped yourself. <sighs> Just breathing the air here in SLP. That's all okay. I'm doing. If you take issue with Declan's predictions, you're, no, this is no. a safe space. Okay. I know it is, but I don't take I don't. It's fine. <laughs> okay, write this down. I'm going to stay positive here. I feel like with I'm, I'm with Brett here, although Declan just gave you kind of a positive prediction. Too. Write that down. Ivan Pace will sack Jalen Hurts or tackle him for a loss. Because, I don't know, if he like if there's like a read option and, he, and he's considered a runner and he gets tackled behind the line, I don't want to get screwed by semantics. So Ivan Pace will sack or TFL. Jalen Hurts at some point in this game. I like your spy idea. Yeah. Oh yeah, they'll they'll definitely have something. They'll definitely have and and you could see like Metellus in the big nickel spying absolutely. on him too. Guys with speed, right? Mm-hmm. I mean pace, Metellus. Yeah. Big nickel. Maybe awesome walking it out there for three snaps. I dude, I don't that's a weird one. Two snaps on Sunday. One series, two snaps, see you later. Yeah, it's super weird that uh, you know we would all try to crown a fourth round pick who's never played you know, before I've and make him the best linebacker in the NFL. You stop taking bows last week. I told you <laughs> in training camp. You know what? We you were Sad. right, and now it's like hammering. We all we all had him in the. We were all like, oh, can you get him fifteen million a year? Like, let's let him let's get get through a camp first. But I think he'll be a factor at some point. He'll play more than like two uh, or three snaps. Don't make up for it now. No, just go after him. That's fine. Back to My Brett point. here for your. Third and final prediction, sir. Write that down. All right, so my final prediction, and probably other than quarterback play, the other the next biggest key part is going to be our offensive line playing well. Um, according to PFF, it looks like uh, the the Eagles had a uh, were ranked number one uh, for defensive line uh, all after week one, and yeah. uh, and the Vikings gave up eleven pressures. As uh, I don't know if that's what you guys are seeing, but that's what I was seeing. So write this down. The Vikings will give up nine or less pressures on Thursday night against Philly. Okay. That'd be a they're going to have to, they're really going to have to step up and, and give, uh, give Kirk a clean pocket as much as they can. And, and he's going to have to deliver the ball really well. I mean, they're, they're really going to have to play and shut that crowd up uh, as quickly as possible. Uh, if we have any sort of chance of winning. Yeah, I think so. You know, Kirk was, 
I don't have the dropbacks, but Kirk was pressured on 27 or 28% of dropbacks. So like one in every four, basically. I would take that every week, especially against this defensive line. If you So nine pressures, um, I guess sometimes you can have multiple pressures on one play, but if he's pressured on nine dropbacks, that would be a huge win for the Vikings, I think, in this game. And Assuming be- they throw like 30-plus times. And I believe he had really good numbers against pressure on Sunday, too, at least statistically. I think against or against the blitz, he was pretty good on Sunday, which was a also a very good sign. Mm-hmm. So, hey, great stuff here from Brett making his debut on Write That Down. Some good predictions, a great curve on the uh, the Vikings the Vikings cap there. Since you've got this life changing platform on Purple Daily, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment, Brett? Yeah, uh, like I said earlier, my dad being a big Vikings fan, uh, I want to thank him for bringing me along into the to the misery that we've encountered over the years, but hopefully one day before we die, you know, that we're going to be crowning them as champs. And uh, I also have to thank my wife. Um, You know, she huge supporter. Uh, She loves watching the Vikings just as much as I do. So I I love that. That's what we do every Sunday or, you know, Thursday night, like this week. Uh, And uh, yeah, thank you guys for having me on. Um, I love all the content you guys put out there. Uh, O-line committee, um, you know, just the uh, you, know, you guys are you guys are uh, bringing stuff on every, in the off season every day holidays doesn't matter uh, so I really appreciate that and uh, really love the stuff. Thank you, man, Thank Brett. You. Thanks it, Brett. for the the kind words. Good luck with your predictions and try to enjoy the game tomorrow night. We'll see what see what happens. There Thank he you. is, guest listener predictor Brett. Uh, hey, before we make our final predictions and get to a quarterback cesspool challenge, Judd, you had you were actually on, on a call with uh, Cody Finch this morning from Finch Home Solutions, catching up. I was indeed, and you, go, uh, meet, meet. you know, yeah, meet, yeah. Meet, well, he he, meet, was, meet, meet. he was he was preparing. If you two would stop, he was preparing to get in that van and to go around <laughs> the Twin Cities, fixing electrical problems in homes far and wide. Now the problem was he was a little bit down because, of course, the uh, game did. Did not go as Cody planned, and Cody is a huge fan. But a quick story, a quick aside: Cody was on the train going to the game on Sunday when a fan saw him and said, "Are you are Finch Home Solutions? Do you like PD?" And Cody's like, "Absolutely, and I own Finch, and it's great that that it brings our family together here on this uh, this show." And by the way, I got in fact an offer that Cody told me about Finch Home Solutions which I was not aware of until this morning it's the Finch Friends and Family Plan it is one free electrical inspection a year no dispatcher fee priority dispatching and a 10% discount on all work performed in your home for 9.95 a month that's right 9.95 a month gets you at the top of the list and so if anything goes wrong Finch Home Solutions comes to your home and fixes it. It's going to be quick. It's going to be efficient. It's going to be easy. Just have to call them, 612-357-2604, 612-357-2604, or go to finchhomesolutions.com, finchhomesolutions.com, because when you see that truck pull up, you know it's going to be the service that you want. That's right. Uh, and then uh, if you're a dog and you see the bag of Nutrisource come out, Nutrisource chicken and rice in our home, you know you're going to be in for a delicious meal. Maya Mackey is all about Nutrisource chicken and rice, the little salmon-flavored training treats. Nutrisource is the official dog and pet food of Purple Daily and Score North. Yeah, guess what? Vikes fans might be down 
But that little girl right there, Stella Zolgad, she's not down because she knows that every time she goes outside, she's going to come back into training rewards treats. And in the dog world, that is a victory, just like for your guy, Declan Vincent right there. Oh, yeah. Vinny loves uh, loves his treats. He, even though uh, the weather's cooling down a little bit, he likes to stay in bed and sleep in like a little teenager. If you uh, shake that bag, just give a little... Oh, that, yeah. that the dog shaking is, of the bag yeah. is always the key. Oh, always. He, is, uh, he is up Love and at it. him like a Shawn Michaels uh, hiccup. He is just ready to go. He is up, tuning up the band. <laughs> Give me that dang Nutrisource. <laughs> NutrisourcePetFoods.com to find a Nutrisource retailer or dealer near you. NutrisourcePetFoods.com. Uh, another shout out here, too, to our friends at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival. Beer, food, people dressed as Vikings, real jousting. Real jousting. Oh, yeah. How about that? 16 stages of exciting entertainment, delicious food, giant turkey legs, Nordic meatballs, Uh fish and chips, 50 games, rides, and attractions, over 250 artisans and shops throughout the festival. Um, Just a a whole bundle of fun for the family. So Bold North Adventure Weekend at the Renaissance Festival, September 23rd and 24th. We are giving away a four-pack of tickets on the Score North app to Bold North Adventure Weekend. Open the app. You can register and you can enter through Listener Rewards. The Minnesota Renaissance Festival weekends and Festival Friday through October 1st. Visit, uh, visit renaissancefest.com for discount tickets. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit tombernardshow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Okay. Write this down. Back to Judd here for his third and final prediction. All right. Write this down. This will come off the board fairly quickly. The Vikings will sign a guard or center to the 53-man roster after the Philadelphia game and before the week, their week three game. Okay. So starting with Friday, the clock starts. And, of course, they don't play again then until the following Sunday. So they will sign a guard or center, because Bradbury being hurt might change this equation, uh, to the 53-man roster before week three. Okay. Gotcha. Which is the Chargers, right? It, it Do, we Chargers, out Panthers. The Chargers. Yep. Do we figure out where Reisner was flying to? No, and I don't no. think it's going to be him. No, oh, yeah, it's kind of, write this it's down. kind of weird. All right, Declan. All right, write this down. After being shut down in the second half against the Bucks, I think JJ shows up in the second half against the Eagles, and I'm trying to just will this also into existence. Justin Jefferson, write this down, will have at least five receptions in the second half against the Eagles. So at least mm. five receptions in the second half against Philly. Right your now. predictions don't necessarily jibe with your prediction that the Vikings are going to get their drawers blown yeah. off. Yeah, are one. you like you're, hedging? What's your you're sort of positive? No, I'm, I'm making accurate predictions, and uh, I'm taking some of the things that I have been pent up about and seeing if they can come true still. So I, I still talk well, about reverse engineering them. Yeah. What are your? Can you give us your Vikings predictions here again, real quick? Just curious. My three. Uh, the Vikings will go three and out before they score a touchdown against the Eagles. That that aligns with them losing because Declan has them two losing. Yeah. The yeah. Vikings will execute a successful screen play that results in a first down or touchdown. Something I touched on in my hottest take as well that they cannot okay. do. That's positive mm-hmm. as well. 
and that J.J. will have at least five receptions in the second half. So two positive ones. That could be garbage time, too. Could be. Yeah. You know, they could, they could be down 28 to 6 or something, and J.J. could go off in the second half. So I, don't, I don't think it, it doesn't misalign that much. The game, the game flow could dictate this. Could be a close game. Could mm-hmm. be close. You never know. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's go with this one here. Write this down. You guys are write this down. Especially Judd keeps talking about Brian Asamoah. Um, I'm gonna make a bold prediction oh. about Brian Asamoah. Oh. He's gonna double his defensive snap count or more in this game. He's gonna have he had two defensive snaps in this game. <laughs> He's gonna have at least four defensive, defensive snaps. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's great. And if they keep doubling. By like week six, or maybe sooner, right? He'll have two, and then four, and then eight, and then sixteen, and then thirty-two. Now he's playing a full game by like you know, end of October. Yeah, that's great. He will have at least he will double his snap count on defense or more. That Brian Asimov. And you call me out for bunch, Judd. Yeah, that's his. Yeah, I'm just, what they don't. They clearly first of all, he's my they friend, clearly don't okay? like him as much. He's like, four, one, he's like fourth on the depth chart among the four linebackers. You are taking a victory lap for cautioning people about him, and I I get that, but I've given you credit the whole time, and now you're taking. I want that, more than credit. I want your soul. You got, you got credit. <laughs> I don't so understand mine. what more you want. I don't get what, what more you. Give want. me your car. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could keep your car. No, I got a car. No, you're not getting my car. I'm not going to have my car repoed because you don't read the mail. <laughs> that was like 10 years ago. Nine, eight years ago. We can tell that story uh, One of the brighter time. people I know, and you threw away every single payment bill. I did. I didn't realize that they needed me to change my auto pay information to collect payment on my car. And then I didn't realize they would sniff out the work parking lot and just tow it out you know, of the lot. I, I will say. And you were endorsing it, right? But like sometimes, I, well, I was endorsing yeah Toyota at the time. Sometimes like uh like a certain Excel bill I had like they're not notifying me when it's due. So for the last like two months I I haven't gotten like my power shut off, but I've been five days late because it it's like changed twice and they don't notify me. Like I like a good email of hey your payments due in a week or hey your payments due today. I've got none of that from Excel. Declan here for Excel Energy. I'll gladly endorse. <laughs> I'm just saying I, sometimes you forget about bills. It happens. Wait a second. Wait, what? So Do you not get the bill? You're so, not paying your energy bill? What's no, no, no. The... I, I've paid it. I've paid it. It's just I've been like five days past the due date the last two months because I've gotten no paper or even email receipt that says, hey, your payment's due. So then how do you pay? I just go. I just I end up going on Excel Energy to check like, hey, is you it use, due today? Do you use and, cash? And, yeah. Do you use cash? No, I don't use cash. I use my <laughs> bank super, account. So you don't get a letter? You don't no, get no. a notification? That feels I'd, like you should make a phone call and yeah, I probably should, you know, want. so I don't have to keep, you know, forgetting my or just put in the, payment. you know, some type of auto pay. I mean, I guess you could do. Yeah, that but I don't too, like. Right? That's another thing. Auto pay. I, I know. I, I like. To, I like very to. Convenient. I like to pay it when I want to pay it. Oh, it's you guys very don't do convenient. auto pay. I mean, I already got we in do. trouble on this show once for for ripping cash. Can I rip people that don't do auto pay, or am I going to get savaged in the YouTube comments? I feel. I feel it's very convenient. Really glad we went down this side street here. It's time now for the quarterback cesspool challenge. Let's go. Come on. I don't pay The quarterback cesspool challenge here on Purple Daily. This is an old uh, 1500 ESPN Mackie and Judd radio segment. And uh, actually, can we throw this up on the on the screen here for the yeah. for the YouTubers? Our graphics department's been hard at work here. 
We have a quarterback cesspool challenge wing of our graphics department here at Score North and on Purple Daily. So here's how it works. Every week, we celebrate bad quarterback play in the NFL by attempting to select the worst quarterback performers uh, each week. So the rules are each member of the show can only use a quarterback once per season. It's kind of like your um, eliminator pools. So, like, Declan used one of the random Cardinals quarterbacks last week, Joshua Dobbs. Uh, Judd did. No, that was me. Judd did. Or Judd did. I'm sorry. Oh, Judd did. Yeah, this wrong. Oh, and I might have gotten you guys mixed up then. Yeah, because I had Mac Jones. Okay. Who did yeah, you had that, that happens a lot, too. <sighs> that happens quite a bit. Death this graphic's going to be wrong look now. Alike. Uh-oh. Same height and weight. What? Oh, my God. <sighs> Son of a... Oh. Yeah. What's happened to our show? I don't know. No, you're right. Yeah, Declan. I had I had it written down right in the me. spreadsheet, like the statistical spreadsheet. But all right, when I flash this graphic here, <laughs> just pretend <laughs> that it says no something that it doesn't. Okay? Pay no attention to it. <sighs> Damn graphics department. Yeah, we're so uh, we're, the scoring is just the lowest QBR every week. If your quarterback doesn't play, uh, you receive a default of an average QBR. So, again, uh Judd had Joshua Dobbs. Declan oh, had Mac Jones. Son of a... But it man, didn't really matter because old Macadac had C.J. Stroud look as at the beat his quarterback. I know. That's a bad beat. Also, um, I was going to ask, in the event there's a tie, do we go to passer rating? Like traditional mm. passer rating? Because I saw this. I, saw, I, I looked at the stats yesterday for the box scores, and I was like, wow, this came down to the wire. And then it got me thinking of, you know, in our random yeah. Viking controversies, I was... That. Trying to figure out if there's a tiebreaker. I'm fine with that too. Passer. So we go to we go to traditional passer rating if there's a tie. Yep. Okay. So I had CJ Stroud making his first NFL start. He had a 21.2 QBR on a one to one hundred scale. Judd had Joshua Dobbs 21.6, just 0.4 better than oh, CJ Stroud. And then it. Declan, you had Mac Jones, who was below average, but he wasn't that bad. 48.9. The worst quarterback in week one was Daniel Jones, fresh off that new contract in 8.4 QBR on a 1 to 100 scale or a 0 to 100 scale. Mm. So I take the week one victory here. Season standings again. These are wrong because I mixed up your picks. Declan actually uh, has the 48.9 and then Judd has the 21.6. So. With that, we're gonna uh, we're gonna draft in reverse order of last week's standings. So, for instance, uh, Declan had the worst score of us, like worst meaning the highest QBR. So we're gonna go Declan, Judd, and then me when picking okay. our quarterbacks for this week. All right, all right, all right. Okay, I am going to take Ryan Tannehill. Okay, I'm gonna take Ryan Tannehill, who looked awful. Last week, he's playing the Chargers. Now he's at home again, or he's at home this week, I should say, against the Chargers. Uh, But I think Tannehill is going to have some significant problems again. So I'm going to take Ryan Tannehill in this week's quarterback cesspool challenge. So I'd like to take you just very briefly behind my thought process because it's week two. And like, so I'm like, we're burning through the, the, in our opinions, worst of the worst really yeah. quickly. And so I, I've been toying with, and not because I think it's going to happen, but because I do think that there's an off chance it could. I've been toying with Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he's on my list yep. too. Because it's Philadelphia. It's a and you're going to have to use 17, exactly. 18 quarterbacks. Exactly, exactly. 
But Zach Wilson, <clears throat> excuse me, joking. Nope, I'm so upset. Zach Wilson plays the Cowboys in yeah. Dallas. So I'm going to go with that. I'm yeah, going to go nice. with Zach in Dallas because it's it, just because if Zach Wilson wasn't playing a team on the road, I might be like, okay, he's got a chance. Yeah. But I'm going to hedge hedge my bet here. I think is what I'm doing. Basically, I'm going to take Zach Wilson. I was man. I was. But Kirk is an interesting choice, just as far as you're going to have to use somebody like him. Yeah. And I am. I am um, emptying my chamber here pretty quickly on just what I consider to be awful quarterback. Zach Wilson at Cowboys has potential to be like a meme. Micah Parsons. I mean, it's just yeah, he. He right. also just like gets nervous and flushes from the pocket, and he's not. He was fast enough at BYU to maybe outrun some guys and get out on the edge, but you watch him run for his life, so that's a good one. You know, Josh Josh Dobbs is starting again for the Cardinals. We don't know how many times he's going to be available. They're playing the Giants at home. Kirk Cousins at Eagles. Like, at some point, we're probably going to have to pick quarterbacks like Kirk. Yep. Oh, yeah. But I do sense a bounce back here, so I'm going to play it safe. Again, Josh Dobbs might get benched so i'm gonna i'm gonna play my joshua dobbs card this week good call and he is my guy against it's a home game but against the giants but he was so bad last week he's, he's not a starting quarterback how did i so, not get that win because there's a lot of bad quarterback play i know in the just, nfl man <laughs> I, I really wanted that win like that that was vikings against the buccaneers Joshua Dobbs, like I had that, and it's you like did. you came and stole it. But like, you're still in good position because we have the season, the season long QBR. Oh. I mean, you put a big score up right away. One. I just wanted week one. That's all I wanted. Nope. So there it is. That's the quarterback cesspool challenge where we celebrate bad quarterback play in the National Football League. Go Zach. Go Zach. Our schedule for the rest of the week it's a little wonky because you know there's a game tomorrow night. So tomorrow morning, we're going to drop a State of the Offense episode just to give you guys a little something to whet your football content appetite between morning and kickoff. Then we're going to be live for, for a Vikings event line on the Purple Daily YouTube channel right after Thursday Night Football between the Vikings and Eagles concludes. And then on Friday, we're going to hit you with a live stream 9 o'clock in the morning Central Time, just like we did on Monday. Our sort of day after hottest Vikings takes, our pie chart, Etc. Etc. And then we'll have a feedback episode for you guys for Saturday. So we're going to be all kinds of stuff coming at you over the next few days here. Um, a shout out to our friends over at Fratelloni. So it is absolutely tailgating season here. Uh, I know Judd and I were at a tailgate together for uh, for Gophers a couple weeks ago. But uh, here's here's some live footage of of Declan grilling kebabs on his Weber grill. You got the mm. shrimp on the barber. You got the kebabs. Fratelloni's is one of the largest Weber dealers in the state. They're here to help you kick off tailgating season with a brand new Weber grill. Wings, steak, kebabs, whatever. You can put a pizza on a grill. Hmm. All the fun things you can put on a grill. Uh, They also have a program called the Fratelloni's Advantage. Free grill assembly, free home delivery, free removal, and recycling of your old grill. So take advantage. Scornorth.com, enter keyword Weber to find out more. Or stop into Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden, one of 20 Metro locations all right boys uh that's a wrap on our prediction write that down wednesdays our quarterback cesspool challenge we just want the vikings to win a super bowl before we die on purple daily